0: All right, good member. Don't play the laughing boy. There are only two things I can't stand in this world: people who are intolerant of other people's cultures, and the Dutch. What? Well, here we are, Between Two Wheels podcast episode three fourteen. We go what is it, La Manzanar's El Real to Guadarrama. 200 and some odd kilometers 207.8 kilometers look the things that made this Vuelta the 78th Vuelta a-, a España so exciting and the drama also tended to shut it down a little bit and make it not so exciting will Sep hold on will uh, win I don't know we'll talk about it coming up even Chris Froome had no response to Alberto Contador today. For the last couple of years he's looked a shadow of himself, but Contador has shone on this welter, and finally he takes the stage victory. It's about how much time Richard Carapaz can take, what is the gap going to be? He crosses it at 2.34, so Primos Roglic now has got 45 seconds to get there. Primoz Roglic saves Laelter by around 19, 20 seconds. 21 percent. It really is a uh, a hurt zone. This. Nibali hits it once again. Now can he? Don't forget, he's just got to find three seconds here, four if he can. Away and goes once more in the cloud. Oh, it's almost a reminiscence of his uh, job on. Uh, uh, the Giro d'Italia, oh, almost the camera, and uh, has Nibali been taken out here as well? well I don't Nibali. think there was any contact with anybody. It's just gone pop. Is Horner? What a performance by this man! As we say, 20 years separating the man who's won the stage and the man who, quite possibly, has just won the welter. 200 meters. This is going to feel like party time, and the grimace turns into a huge grin. And the clock. Watch it when he crosses the line, because this is the crucial timings. He gets the bonus as well. Don't forget. There is Chris Horner. Has he just done it for the old guard? And Sepp Koos is doing it for the new guard. Welcome everybody, Tyler Yonke, Between the Wheels podcast. Flying along on uh, what are you, tw- stage twenty, and we got Victor. Victor, my buddy Victor. Thank you. You've been following along for almost uh, all the races, I believe. Sepp Kuss became second American to win the Volta spending a decade. That's correct. Chris Horner ten years ago, and Sepp now. And um, I- I'm, fan- I'm 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 happy with it. Uh, let's put it that way. I've had some time to think about it. Tried to get our buddies, Kurt and Chris, to come on tonight to maybe give some perspective. I think Kurt is, um, I don't know if he's just BSing with me, uh, but uh, maybe a different uh, pushback, some pushback. Victor for show, <laughs> says Kurt. Kurt, why don't you, you're here? Just join and then you can be, give some pushback. Okay, so let's talk. Um, let's talk about what we had here. We talked about stage nineteen. Um, we'll, we'll go over. That. This is some of the slides I had from then, and there we go. There is the route today: two hundred and seven point eight kilometers, uh, ten categorized climbs. I-, I said it when I first saw it. Hey, this looks like it's going to be um, a Liege Baston Liege type of uh, uh, race. That's what people said as well. Uh, I'm not the only one that thought that. Uh and that's that's it, it had all the makings for that and who has won Liege event, a ben-a-pole? Um so you know we're it's a, it's a good chance that uh so is Wout polls, A little bit interesting. I, I was trying to think of people, I think he's won it. Let's take a look here. Um Perinice, Treno, da La Volta Tour de France, Liege, Baston Liege in 2016. Wow poles did that. Uh and your reigning uh Liege champion right now is Remco of Annipale. So, you know, look, the, the excitement that we've had with this race, uh, the drama that it's given us is because of the Jumbo Three, the triumphant, the Holy Trinity out there uh, causing problems, but also causing a lot of excitement. I mean, the Angra you know, when I'm watching that stage and uh, Sep is going with him, you're excited, then you're getting upset. And then, you know, there's all the angst and everything and uh Rog has won LBL as well that's right um he won it he he won it in 2020 Chris we talked about that which i thought at the time was i think he won it in 2020 uh which was you know that's the year he loses the the tour to pogachar uh it's a quite the mental letdown and then he comes back he might be unbreakable i mean <laughs> that's the one that is possibly comes back wins the age which was then after the the, the tour to france that year and then comes in and wins the the uh the Vuelta with a lot of help so a lot of people have won the age not a lot but you know every year there's a winner so we've got, we've got that going for us so here's the race today and look so things shut down obviously uh orders have come across uh Brian Zimney a uh, friend sent me a podcast it's Alexi Vermeulen was on there he used to ride with Jumbo and uh, I think he has a KOM with a local race uh, ride up here up to the the Rhino uh anyway he uh, there might be this Nelson Palace now Anyway, he, he was on a podcast and he evidently is good friends with Roglic and he was indicating that, um, uh, what did what, what Brian say? I, I haven't listened to the podcast yet, but something along the lines that Roglic really, it was bonuses that were kind of a big deal. So maybe Jumbo, they sat everyone down and said, look, we're going to spread some of these bonus things out. Maybe we're going to make something, but we got to, the, the PR nightmare is going to be a problem if we go on with this. So this has to be settled and I get it. You all have bonuses. Now I had talked about uh johan Brunel had said that he didn't think there were bonuses involved i don't know they're not talking about it uh, but anyway they've they've seemed to mend fences and they're putting things right remember two days ago uh jonas did a nice little ride there for sep backed off so he expected today coming in that it was not going to be much of a problem as long as sep had the legs and um so that oh let's go back to here this is so there's the route that we have today just just crazy looking thing they have all these climbs the last climb that we have let's see is it this one um I don't maybe it don't even have it on here it it looked pretty pretty brutal um so here's here's, let's walk our way through the stage today uh long day too, 207 kilometers um there's a little peek into what's gonna happen bikes on the rack there's someone that went down jumbo jerseys Kaju real a lot of fans out there in the mix everyone with tired legs uh but there you go there's the route that they're going to today it looks a little bit complicated uh and the the thing just uh, lit up from the beginning uh everyone wants to get into the break which you know we talked about and i think that was the best thing for the sepkus guys which was uh, and jump well SEP especially was get a break up there make it so it's not even um, in the the world of possibilities for Vinigo or Roglic, you don't mess with it and then you just got to hang on and and do your thing and and if people come at you you know Enric, what are you going to worry about Henrik Maas who you've had no trouble dumping Ayuso Almeida uh yeah, eh, it's it's not going to really be much of an issue so Mark Sulaire gets up there. Remember Mark Sulaire, stage six breakaway, uh, doing his Solarism stuff. Um, but Kelderman gets up there as well. Evento-Pol gets up there. There's a break of about 30 or so. A lot of solid guys. Cantonale for um, Quick Step gets up there as well. So I think he had another team. who was up there. So Avenipole uh, had a team. Uh, Garrett Thomas was in their break as well. And they, Hugh Carthy, I'm going to keep doing it until I remember everybody. Uh, and there's a uh, Rui Costa, <laughs> we've had a stage win as well. Uh, so it was a pretty solid move. And um has the team in it now. He's got every jersey that he is his KOM jersey locked up. Uh, Leonard Kamna is up there as well. So uh, I think Roman Bardet was also, so, you know, it was a solid day for that breakaway. They were looking good. They started getting, you know, five minute lead halfway through. Then they had about a 10 minute lead. Uh, and some guys were kind of messing around, and the whole time, Vena just was like steady as it goes. Used his team, uh, clicked it over. Didn't really worry about anything else. And his uh, Catano, uh, was really just drilling things on. Then they come into this last climb, and this last climb, um, the the main breakaway comes. You can see this here: two point three kilometer climb, four point five to the finish, and then it goes down, and it's, it's a little windy till they get down to the finish there. Uh, sprint. Um, Wout Poles takes a strong move and remember he he did an amazing climb up uh the Anguilu I think it was I want to say 2016 or so he officially has the win up the Angoulou because uh, the guy that won of uh, the top was it Kobo no I don't know it was Fernand Heranet, uh, Rodriguez maybe uh DQ'd uh a drug issue so and he was second he led up over that climb with uh, Chris Froome at the time now, that was a guy that you was kind of in this role of perhaps he's going to be a team leader someday because he was kind of this super domestique that would just drill it on the front. Uh, kind of the Sapkous thing, but he hasn't really materialized. But he's had a good season. He was up there in the Tour de France. He got up on a breakaway with Wout uh, van Ert. And they were both up in the break, and he dumped him on the last climb. Uh, very impressive. Takes a win at the Tour de France this year. He's had a pretty stellar, uh, I think, um, uh, ride here at the Vuelta. He's really looked strong done. A really good job for um, uh, Landa anyway, he jumps early and um, Venipal just sits there now. I'm thinking okay. He's either just going to maybe doesn't have the legs or Perhaps he just uh, is biding his time but you can see here from this picture He's on his the wheel of his teammate. He's not he's some. He's not quite there, but he plays this pretty smart I think because uh, let's go. Yeah, I also have here. Uh, hang on. Okay, I'm going to add this to the. Uh, there's the route we had today here. But here's kind of who you look up there. Avenipole, Soler, Wout, Van felt uh, uh, Paolo uh, Sanchez, Thomas Martinez, K- Leonard Kamna, Rui Costa. Uh, Iñárritu, Rubio, and Roman Bardet. Those are all just. This is kind of where it goes over the top. I'm, I'm leading ahead here, uh, but that. Those are the kind of the people that we had at the break. So those who you see here, Wout and Van Eltvet. What's his name? Let's go here. <laughs> Van Eltvet. Van Eltvet. This Leonard. We'll call him Leonard. Leonard and Wout uh, are up the road. And uh, they have a decent little gap, but this thing gets steeper as it goes. So um, you can tell though that Venana, uh, uh Remco just doesn't quite have the snap. These guys go up there, Mark Soler is catching up to him, and then you're looking back, and here comes Palo and Remco, and as they're doing it, Wout kicks again, tries to dump everybody. He wants to get up and over this climb. It kind of just stretches everything out. But Remco, he's he's motoring his way in there trying to get his way back into and near right over the top he he at least is within catching distance you can see that here over the top of the climb and uh he pushes it on the way down he ends up catching him he actually goes through this group and then they all kind of consolidate at the bottom meanwhile back here uh the main field comes up the same climb and there's a few little moves enric moss his movie star team comes to the front like they're going to you know rev him up he pulls to the front literally like uh, four or five pedal strokes and then just kind of like yee. <laughs> he peels off uh Roglic comes up there and roguelich from this last 6.6 kilometers really just controls it sep looked good i i really wanted the question to be asked to Sep um at the finish how did your legs feel today i mean where were you I, and, and maybe this will come out at some point uh, but he's looked fine i mean as this thing goes here it peels everybody but the top like five or six on gc and just destroys everyone else. And he was up there with him. He said it was a little bit of a tough day, but I would just be curious as to how his legs were. It would be interesting to to know uh, uh, the the whole, if these guys played it out, what would actually happen on this day? Everyone seems to think, oh, it'd be, it would be uh Jonas, it would be Roglic. I don't know what it, I mean, you know, yeah, they haven't really, they haven't really, they took 19 seconds over him up the Angraloo, okay? Uh, that's us all I'm saying so that was uh, near the top there. Anyway, here's Andrik Moss coming to the fore, not really doing much. Uh, meanwhile back in the break here these these five guys going. Remco is the guy for the sprint. once again he's he, he, he's he got a s- strong kick to him. he didn't look as peppy coming over that climb. Wow uh, poles can move pretty good. you don't know but necessarily about the other guys. coming from behind is the Rui Costa group. Uh, He's—he's—I don't know if he's probably—he's probably actually helping Remco back there because he's just sitting on—you know—he's notorious for that. But I was also like, are, are these guys gonna join in the—the uh, the work? Well, Wout does Wout does some work here, but the other guys, Mark Soler kind of joins in. But this Van uh, Leonard and uh, what's this other guy? Let's just pull this back up here at uh, here, uh, Paleo uh, Sanchez. He—he uh, he was doing a little bit of stuff too. Uh, about 350 from the, from, the, from the line here, they're gonna come up to this corner, a nice little corner here, and Wout pulls kind of gets a slingshot up there with off of, from the very back off of uh, Mark Soler. He goes right past the guys. Uh, Remco goes to jump on his wheel, and you can see here going through the corner, they can't really pedal through the corner, but it's a, it's a ways out here. This is much too far that you would think uh, that you would be winning over Remco uh, in a sprint uh, 350 to go, but Remco can't bring it back. He's slowly closing on him. These other guys are having trouble hanging on his wheel, but, and then it has a slight pitch over and kind of drips down and you can see this last bit here. I, I wish it was a little bit wider. We'd be actually be able to see the amount of uh, distance I mean, they're at 75 to go and I almost, it's almost like they're getting wound out. So it's really hard. And as they come over the line with a bike throw, Wout Poles gets it over, uh, Remco. And so there you go, Watt polls gets a little handshake from Mark Soler. This man is not happy, but is mentally unbreakable, so it should be fine. So here is the overhead shot, which I think is really good. Some people are saying um, that right here when he went, that uh, perhaps Remco's hand was on his computer, and that he wasn't really, uh, he was checking his map. Well, I mean, Look, it's three. <laughs> if that's the case, uh, bully for you. Uh, wow, but I, I don't really think that's that's too much of it because look, I mean it's okay. So he's got more distance coming through here, and this was my point, and and some people didn't like me on Twitter about this, which is, um, I think um, you can see over the climb if it's a cat three climb and it's got some little bit of a pitch to it. If Remco's legs were fresher. Uh, even like as big, good as Wout's, um, he would have, won. gone with Wout. He would have been snappier there. He wouldn't have taken this longer time to get up there, and he would have been able to close this down. This is a long sprint. A sprinter, a good. I mean, sprinters themselves don't need 350. 350 is, you, you saw that in the tour uh, where Caleb Ewing is going, uh, you know, trying to sprint quick further from 300, 350, and he's getting getting mauled. So now, look, the, the corner around the corner here, you've got a... a crosswalk distance between these two and that's pretty much stays until the till the bike throw at the end there so um there you go there you have it wow poles with the wind uh but let's see did they show this coming in here because the main group comes in and once again it's Roglic pretty much on the front doing a lot of the work sepkus jonas and um roglitch all sit up. They lose a bit of time here over the top, the last, what, 200 meters. But they do a lot of this. I mean, this is trying to mend fences where I actually, and, you know, today I could tell maybe it's a little bit different with Jonas, uh, except for trying to ride no-handed. Uh, and roglitch here, that it seemed to be a lot more of the, um, I'm okay with this. Um, you know, they, they seemed at least a bit happier about it. And there you go. Over the line, the three of them happy to go they they, they gave hugs sepkus kissed the helmets of those guys he got to go up there on this on the top step sepkus is going to win this by 17 seconds in a minute eight over roglic and vinigo and Ayuso takes back about 15 seconds there 344 403 to landa 414 to moss vlasov moves up over Utrebrek, uh kian kian uchbrek brook uchbrek uchbrek i don't know uh, 8.26 there for the young uh, Belgium, uh, 10.08 to Almeida, Butrago, 12.04 in 10th place. Uh, pretty uh, pretty good there. Um, so tomorrow, it's just going to be a nice little promenade coming into Madrid and then a the sprint stage. Uh, with Remco missing out on the points, we'll go over those a little bit. But I think Caden Groves has probably got that sewn up unless you, uh, you see a, a sprint that's going to be a little bit different. Uh, so those are the guys that were up in the front group. Uh, pretty impressed with that. Sanchez, the, the BH rider. Evidently, he's going to movie star. Uh, Van, Leonard, he, uh, he rode pretty good there. I mean, for all those guys going over the top of that climb, that was pretty solid for the, such a long day. It's a lot, lot to say about them after the end of the race. Mark Soler getting up there uh, doing, uh, I don't know what Mark Soler does, uh, but Remco, not able to get the win. And then Wout Poles uh, coming in strong. Garrett Thomas got himself up in the break today. Rui Costa, I think, won the field sprint for these rest of these guys. Uh, Bardet also uh, up there. And uh, like I said, Garrett Thomas, uh, good day. He just said, he said at one point, because Knox James, Knox, James Knox for uh, Quick Step was also in the break. And he told Knox, he's like, uh, hey, you want to kind of tack out of this with me? And uh, Knox, or Knoxy, as he calls him, uh, said, oh, I don't have good legs. And later on, he said Knox was on the front just drilling it for a long time. So he's like, so obviously he was lying to me just to, so I, he didn't have to go with me. It's like, yeah, he was probably t- playing team tactics, but there's the, there's the sprint for the line. I thought we'd talk real quick here about um, uh, well Poles. So um, born in 87. So he's not a young chicken. He's 35. Uh, but look at that. Uh, wins Liege. Um, Vuelta Andalusia, Ruta del Sol. Uh, Tour de France, uh, a stage, of Volta la Comunidad Valencia. Uh, Volta, uh, he's won a stage here, obviously. Uh, for the Tour of Britain. Catalonia, terreno advico stage. Stage at the Dauphiné, stage at Paris-Nice. Uh, Pais Vasco and Tour of Poland. In, in 17, but that, that Liège win in 2016, solid. Now, what's interesting here, they don't put on this uh, stat that he has won the... Um, Vuelta a España, uh 23 maybe they have it here no because it'd say 2x there uh interesting stuff uh so there you go there's that that picture coming over uh, here's some sub highlights um so you're going to put this top one uh volta Espana gc it's going to be one i don't know where he's at in the points uh, i think he's like fifth or so in the mountains he's not he doesn't qualify for the youth so i don't even know why they say progress but uh he, he obviously won a stage there but um you can see this here so he was 12 the t- three top 15s this is what's impressive uh 12th in the tour de france this year 14th in the giro so he just got better and better and by the way this 12th remember he crashed uh on stage i want to say was it 20 uh 19 or 20 and uh put that big dent in his head and dropped a few places off there so that wasn't so great uh dnf'd on the volta last year uh, but other than that he was 17th in the tour the year before that, he was eighth in the Vuelta the year before the 2021, 32nd, 16th, 15th, 29th. So then, you know, he just he just progressed on here, here with uh, his first Vuelta, 65th place. But he was a brand new pro and they said probably you shouldn't have brought him there. Or actually, what I, I heard an interview with uh, Neerman, and he's like, what we should have done, we didn't realize how strong he was. Uh, but he wasn't ready to, to do a whole three week tour. We should have had him going that first week for stage wins. And because uh, he was actually great that first week, and then he just kind of had some trouble. Uh, but he did get a 10th up there as well. Uh, let's go to some comments here. Chris says, Remco was preparing to point at his head <laughs> in the corner. Uh, <laughs> quite possibly so. Spectacular. Septacular. Of uh, Walt well, Dog Spain, yeah. uh, says Victor. Yeah, um, do I have it? Oh, did we finish? Oh, there's his bike. We'll get that here. So, anyway, it's been an impressive grand tour, uh, go for um, the young man from Durango. He's only what 28, 29. There's the bike that he gets tomorrow. So, it looks like they upgraded him, got a little paint job, uh, a pink red and and uh yellow uh striping on the side there which doesn't really match but you know it's got some significance at least for the the three uh grand tours that he did this year and winning this one here overall chris uh, told me he didn't he wasn't impressed with this bike i i don't know i don't know what to tell you on that one but there, there you go there you have it um was there anyone I mean, this is pretty quick and easy today we're not really much for us to say uh the the guys the three of them now does your mind change as to the Jonas Roglic, uh, and Sep deal—they seem to really. I mean, the team is coming, and I, I mean, there's a lot of complaints, right? You just, the way that they left him on the Angrellu, and then things have worked out just fine. But it was really ugly to watch. I, I just I have problems with the way that it went. Sep said today. I did hear an interview where he was pushed, and he was, and I and I don't believe him. Uh, this is the one time I think I don't believe him, which is he said he mirrored what, uh, remember uh, Jumbo, the team, put out a press release at the time that sep- said into the microphone, um, go guys, <laughs> or whoa guys, or no guys, I don't know, but it was go guys. Um, and, and doing so, then the team, you know, unbeknownst to the, about the press release, uh, the, the team uh, manager in the car is like, I think it was Pluger, or, or Nearman, one of those um he's like uh yeah we we couldn't hear anything except say anything we couldn't see anything and they're like oh okay so maybe that he didn't say that. so and then no one no one after the race I mean you'd think that Jonas or uh Roglic would say oh well, well sup told us to go you know and they're getting all this backlash today someone said something and uh, I think it was the uh, flow bikes um uh, what's the guy Graham something, uh, he was interviewing SEP and SEP said, oh yeah, you know, I, I we're all good. You know, that's what we did on the, on the ongoing And you know, t- I told him to go. And he's like, "You told him to go. What'd you say in the radio? Uh, I said, go guys. I, I just don't believe, I think he's saying that to make them all look, especially in hindsight of where the solution is now, of what actually took place. It just felt like, why didn't you say that at the time that would have, that would have actually relieved a lot of people's angst at the time so anyway i just i'm not i'm not buying it uh for that respect um so i think what we'll do tomorrow we'll finish it up maybe we'll talk a little bit about uh going over the stages uh giving a breakdown of like you know an overview um maybe pick our our best writers or villains uh you know successes Uh, you know remco i mean so so that's one thing we'll talk about before we head out here is remco goes in has this horrible stage uh over the Tormale uh got dumped early along with almeida now look where did where we go in here let's go to uh, maybe i'll bring this in um okay so i'm looking at the results here for the gc almeida it ends up in ninth place a 1008 down now those two guys got dropped together Re- uh, almeida and remco have a feeling that remco especially the way he rebounded um wasn't as bad as he tended to show in other words he could have gone with um almeida maybe he could have ridden with him his whole team could have and he would have uh, been only 10 minutes down instead of you know 20 30. um but you know who knows so it's interesting because you want to talk to about him being a grand tour contender you know, he comes out with COVID this year at the Giro that doesn't work for him. Would he have, have done better? Uh, defending at the, the, the Volta, but the Volta, you know, competition this year, isn't quite what it was last year. The, the race itself was much easier as far as the climbing going. It was more short punchy rather than long tour type stuff that they had. So, you know, can he compete at the tour now? He's got the time trial to blitz everybody, but you know, Jonas. Pogacar Roglic uh, when they're really flying they're not all that bad, so it will be interesting to see um, If he's uh, you know does the stage hunting thing or if he if he has a chance to go at it He's mentally unbreakable, so that that should be uh, in his favor now Will Sepkus go for uh, GC later on Jonas Vinigo thus uh, they asked him that question he goes I hope he has he, he gets a chance and he gets it. He said he will get his chance. And I hope he takes it. You know, that's something that could spend in the news receipts like I'm not even interested in that. It's not the kind of stress I want. So will he be interested in doing that in the future? Now, Jonas says, I hope he does go for it. It was kind of a cool little comment to make. Uh, then he also says, but then I won't have him for <laughs> for my defense um i tend to think that sep may and it will be a situation where you know maybe come back and defend at the Vuelta next year i don't know uh maybe they're going to put him at the giro he could probably do pretty well there take a look at those ones and ones that have time trials where it's kind of like this or a mountain time trial put him in there and give him a chance otherwise i think he's going to be at the tour now think what you do at the tour um that's completely different than what you've done before Right. You put him up like like what, what did they do here at the break on um, stage six? They put him in the break. They put three riders with him. He ends up winning. It's a threat to uh, the immediate jersey of, of Venipole. Now, Venipole said that day, I want to give it up. He gave it up to Lenny Martinez, but then sepkus gets it, what, two days later. Uh, so with that in mind now, that that threat is much different than it was before. Because before it was like, oh, Sep gets up there. Maybe he gets the jersey. Maybe he holds it for a few days. Now it would be, oh, he could win the whole tour. So (laughs) the threat of him getting up in a break one it's going to be uh less so it's going to diminish from that but from the team perspective it's probably going to be much more potent as far as that goes uh victor says thanks for live streaming tyler Yonke." you're welcome victor i appreciate you uh, always coming in here and joining up on us so we'll try to do this tomorrow I'll probably try to do the same time tomorrow uh so look for the notifications everybody um and there you have it who's going to win tomorrow well you've got uh let's take a look at the sprinters denazi uh his team said hey uh we're glad he got this one although we were we were just thinking okay we'll just win on um, the 21st on sunday okay so they're they're up there in that so you got danese you've got caden groves and there's really not much after that right is is a uh, big boy uh, Filippo filipo gonna be going for it i don't know uh, let me take a look at the points here how bad are the points caden grove holy smokes um he's got 245 to 226 on a venipole that's, uh, that's 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 touch you can go. Uh, KOM 135 to 51. So Remco's going to win that. The youth, it's sewn up for Iuso. Uh, and the teams, wow, uh, Jumbo's up in that by 22 minutes. So uh, yeah, yeah, look, that, what's crazy about that one is, you know, the team, it's the top three across the line. It's always those three. And uh, although Kelderman, Kelderman was up there today because he was up in the uh, the break. He didn't uh, he didn't do so hot there as far as, you know, that, but that guy's been putting in a lot of work. I mean, their team was on the front a lot today. Um, so Caden Groves, uh, who else is in the sprinting up here? Uh, Vandenberg, I mean, EF, maybe they'll get their chance. Uh, you got Dinesi, uh, Milano. Um, he could also obviously do it as well. Uh, Edward Twins, uh perhaps. Uh, remember, Jeffrey Soup, he's, uh, he won a stage for uh, Total Energies. He could still maybe get up there. Um, I don't really see... A, uh, no one really else comes to mind here. So I, I'm, I'm going to say Caden Groves. I, I just can't imagine uh, Alpeson. Uh, he's looked the fastest, really. I can't imagine Alpeson uh, not doing their job for it today. Uh, yeah, everybody like, subscribe, share this show, whatever. Do, do your things and and last thing buy fox and sons coffee foxandsons.com uh, code review to get the best possible i just had a i got a big bag yesterday i had a, i got up really early to watch the stage and i had a big cup of coffee with it uh, it was quite enjoyable that's the way i like it and that's the way i like to do it all right um, thanks for hanging out everybody 314 enjoy your evening maybe go watch colorado colorado state football that's what i'm going to go do out